no matter where we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby. And we are back. Another great episode of the Stereo Bros Podcast. It's your boy PL, aka <laughs> Patagonia and Lattes. At Chepsuits, ladies and gentlemen. It's Jazzy. This is episode 26. Shout out to everyone listening, liking, supporting, telling me in public what you think about <laughs> what we're saying on these here airwaves. <laughs> Apparently, uh, a few episodes back, we, we talked about the uh can't keep a man tribe. Oh, see, I told you that. See, listen, we tried to warn you. Someone came up to me and was like, yeah, what you said about Jill Scott? And the dude was like, yo, I can't get through the episode because she stopped me to comment on what, you, to comment on what you're talking about. So shout out to every listener, subscriber. Again, you don't got to agree with us, but at least have these conversations amongst yourselves about the content. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to, we're trying to spark these conversations. Because um, a great conversation I saw on the interwebs excuse me, the, the, the internet <laughs> was about um, the level of expectation in dating when you're dating somebody with children from another relationship or other mm. relationships mm. or other situationships. Mm. And I paint the picture. A young fella was dating a young lady with three kids by three guys mm-hmm. and little Tarquell had a trip coming up. <laughs> and I guess... Anyone anymore. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and I guess that his father wasn't willing to give him any trip money mm-hmm. so this this young lady asked the dude that she was dating and he said well why don't you ask the guys or the uh, little kid's father and she said well I'm asking you and he's like well is it a loan what, what do you woo like what's the expectation and she's like it's 20 fucking dollars mm-hmm. and he's like yeah but you're asking me for it so clearly like I need to know what the situation is so she gets pissed at him essentially and tries to dead him from not being willing to give the $20. So I want to ask y'all, where's the line between, you know, simping and chivalry? Because I think in, in some situations, you can save her day and pay her bill, right? Simping is but in, a, in other situations, it's like you're doing more than you have to, and it's expected. So I kind of want to ask y'all, what are the... Guidelines this. Simping is a strong word for like if that's the equivalent of you know just sympathy pimping. Sympathy pimping. Wow. Okay, like let's say they just started dating. They've been like out maybe like a couple times. There's no title. They're just dating. He hasn't met the kids. Then yes, it's inappropriate to ask him for money for your children, but. If y'all are in an established relationship and you know the child, I would imagine that you're working towards something where you would eventually be in that child's household Mm -hmm. and you will be raising that child on some level. And part of raising a child is financial uh, support. So I gotta think- quote the prophet Robert Kelly. And even though no little man is not my son, I made him. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> what? He was officially canceled. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. he's canceled. At least R. Kelly took a break from uh, molesting children. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, that allegedly. Piece of uh, knowledge. But yes, like, okay, yeah. Like, you, you're, it's part of raising. I, I just think it's a matter of like, where you are in a relationship with the mother and the child. Like, it shouldn't be an automatic, no, I'm not giving any money to some child that's not mine. Um, yeah, I agree. I think if they have not met the children, then, you know, it isn't their responsibility. Mm-hmm. I can feel where maybe her expectancies are for him to do something with mm-hmm. it, especially if they're being physically intimate. Yeah. Right? Like, if you if you sleep with me, then it's like, I don't see anything. P.M.L. does not agree. Listen, I'm just saying, I feel like maybe that is where her, like, expecting 
comes from. You know what I'm saying? But like, I would agree that if, especially if he doesn't have a relationship with the children, with the, with Tyquell, whatever his name Tarquell. is, Tarquell. Tarquell. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Tarquell, then, you know, like, he shouldn't have to uh, provide that, you know? I mean, I think it's also... So, I think if this young lady has these three kids and the father's not in their lives, financially or otherwise, and, you know, this this random, wholesome guy takes a liking to this young lady and says, you know, I like you enough that I feel like we can have something. Um, you made three mistakes. That's okay. Um I like you enough to, to see where this goes. And wait, three mistakes and those are her kids? No, with three different guys. Oh, with three. Wait, I'm confused. Yes, she has three children. By three different, by three different, three different, different guys. That, that is well, my thing is, no, 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 no. If, Tar- if, if Homeboy is putting himself in that situation with Tarquell's mom, then there you don't like you don't enter a situation like that. Without some like expectation that you're gonna have to contribute to her house, yeah, or you you choose to date somebody that does not have children. Like he dating this young lady because they hit it off, they had a vibe, they chilling, and they haven't even really like progressed to that stage of okay, so now what are we? And she's like expecting bread, and I'm th- so what I'm saying is that if they have a establishment, and he says, you know what. You my lady, so I keep my I keep my lady in some kind of way, and whatever you need, I got it. That's chivalrous of him, and th- that's his own decision to do that. So it's, it's borderline, it's borderline sipping, but it's it's a line there. So, but for her to come out and just expect him to just say, like, for her to ask a man that she's not even at that level with for financial monies, except for, hey, you pulling up, you know, bring a bottle or bring a, bring food or something like that to ask someone to separate with their money based off of an expectation that he has to fill a role that the person that produced that kid with you isn't willing to is kind of crazy. So what if she was like, can I get $20 for my nails? Then he can choose to say, you know what? I want to keep my lady. That, but that's still a choice. But what is the difference? <laughs> because the, the nails are for her. The $20 is for an old boy trip. <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> right, Tarquell is her son, but it's not his son. But it's so, her son. son. But it's her son. That's like her mental health is not right, and her son is not being care- properly cared for. But with the twenty dollars, she'll feel better with the nice nails. Stop. And it. and then he can take her out looking good with the nice nails. Exactly. So it's for him in true. Yes, it's a mutually beneficial thing. How does old boy, nice guy, wholesome guy benefit by spending money on? a kid that isn't his. If he hasn't established between him and her that he wants to be in talk real life long term. This sounds he's helping, so com- like <laughs> he's helping another young black youth without yeah. a, a, But it got to be his a, choice a though. I mean it is. But it, it is in some ways he and made the choice, choice already yeah. when he decided to date this woman with three children. Exactly. And that that's and that's what I'm saying like you know Earlier, the example of, of physical intimacy being a reason enough for her to feel like he should contribute. Mm-hmm. I mean, you signed you in that same spirit. Like you signed you signed up for this essentially. Not she, clearly, she fertile. Like I want she gonna give you a receipt. Her mom gonna give you a receipt if you punch that in. So like you know, she, I feel to be punched in. You get you're getting a receipt. So I just feel like. And it's twenty dollars. Like part of me is like, do you even want to beef? Do you want to deal with somebody who's going to be hard pressed to give you twenty bucks? Right. So you know that was her her uh, thinking towards the end of the, the conversation that I saw on, on the internet. Yeah. But I still feel like it got to be his choice. Like it should be his choice. The level at which he wants to actually deal with her son, because all adult single moms I know, first thing they say is they're never going to ask a man to do anything for their kids on that level that they're just talking to. Like, they would expect whatever of, you know, the kid's father. But every dope single mom I know all says that they would, like, if they're dating a guy, especially early on, they would never expect that man to, um, one, be around their kid day one, because they would want to protect their kid from just being around a random dude. But two, they would never expect, like, a monetary contribution from some man towards a kid that's not his. That makes sense. 
So score one for the good guys, man. I guess. <laughs> Chivalry is always a choice. Simping is, is based and I, I don't emotion. like the simping because I think if a dude saw the potential in a relationship and he was like, oh, wow, you know, I'm sure it would help him to go on this trip, you know, I'll give you $20. Right. Why is that being a simp? Right. Right. I didn't even know what the hell simping was prior to this conversation. I've never it's, I know some simps, but I don't necessarily know. So what would you one. define as a, as a simp then? A simp is someone who allows themselves to be coaxed or, um, you know, entrapped in a situation where a normal, reasonable person would more than likely not allow that to happen to themselves. So everybody that's ever been on any day fiance. <laughs> Best show ever. No, <laughs> Those people, I mean, everybody, everybody there is there for different reasons. We got some Sexy pictures. Sexy pictures. Yeah, they got low self-esteem. They got some people just trying to get out. Some very, And those are the people that can get simped on the most because there are some cunning people like homegirl from, um, from South Brazil. America, yeah. Yes. Her biggie wedding, she won her biggie wedding, Colty. Like, she, Colty is a simp, but he put himself in that situation. Like, I don't know. I, I definitely think that it should not all of these, like, good gestures around single mothers should be considered simping. Unless Absolutely you, not. Unless you with the person. Like, you could just want to do something nice for another child on this earth. Right, no, no. I mean, it will also be different if Homeboy has his own kids. Because if he has his own kids, I wouldn't be taking money out of my children's mouth to give to your children if we not together. So I think it's just it's, it's definitely situational. But I don't I don't fault her for being like, all right, that's how you move and I'm good. Yeah. I, I mean I think in his defense he's also like, yeah, like I'm also off this as well. Mm-hmm. I do think that every good deed is not simping, which is why I'm saying like the chivalry is more like an act you choose to do because you want to further the thing. I think that's chivalrous. But if you're getting coasted into it or you're getting manipulated, mm-hmm. you're definitely getting simp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she's like, oh, any upstanding dude would do it. You're like, oh, okay, here. Because <laughs> <laughs> it could be 10, it could be 10 or 100. It's, right. it's the principality of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think for a person to even entertain trying to ask you to do something like that, is insulting your intelligence mm-hmm. and your level of like manhood, in my opinion. And that's how chicks like that quickly can become an ex because yeah. that situation, you know, <laughs> it could have went further. And I hope Tarquell got to the trip. I hope wow. he did too. I mean, but uh, speaking of, you know, exes, this is a great way to talk about the Tory Lanes and is it Dream Doll, Asian Doll, or Cash Doll? Dream Doll. Don't be bringing Cash Doll name up next time. <laughs> my fault. We like my Cash fault. Doll a lot. She's one of those. It's Jazz. Is this the one that was on Love and Hip Hop? I think Dream Girl was on Love and Hip Hop. Okay, she raps or sings? She raps. Okay. She's from the Bronx. Okay, where hip hop started, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. These are the few things I know about her. And she sings that song, Talk to Me Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's her? She's another yeah. stripper, stripper turned rapper girl. Was she a stripper? I didn't know. Dream Doll? I don't know anything about her. Except that she's from the Bronx. And that Tory Lane mm-hmm. talked about her. And it's right she, she rubbed Beijing all in between her legs. <laughs> <laughs> that was because Dream Dream Doll wasn't on a Love and Hip Hop show. She, I think she was. I think she was. But uh, so apparently they dealt, and he backed out the Yu Gi Oh card. <laughs> I still beat though. Um, <laughs> I have to bring up her name, but my which question, is for lames. Yeah. But my question is. Is it okay to talk about um, exes mm-hmm. and at what at what level can we like when is it okay to bring up an ex? And I'll start from the male perspective of if you dissing somebody that's in a rap song and you touched one of their home. Oh my god! Did you saw that clip of the game? That the record that the game dropped. Yo, that, oh. that was that was I was like oh like I, I cringed. Uh, I was in the train. Like he said he something said like something about making Kim K choke. He grabbed her by the neck and all and, kinds. Of, yeah, like and he said he had sex with all three of them, right? Yeah, like yeah. He, he was talking wild crazy. Yeah, like but oh man, as a man, it's never cool to 
name drop. Um, like do guys talk, you be talking to crew, you know what I'm saying? But to be having a dispute with somebody and bring up a chick name like that is wild corny. Whole wife too, like <laughs> like well in that case. Tory Lane's that's crazy. Is it as bad? I guess he was trying to be disrespectful as a, as a rap young guy, or whatever. But it's like that's corny to be out there spilling your business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying like, like to be tweefing or rap beefing or whatever, and to say, oh, I like I I slept with old girl and then go into detail about it is whack. I mean, she was she was right to to clap back and then he backed up the Yu Gi Oh card. It's like. <laughs> Come on, my dude. And with the game, I think he's known for doing that for the attention, for the shock value. He's petty. He's wild petty, but it's also it's like, yo, fam, like, they married, son. Yeah. Like, yeah, they married. I mean, I'm sure this wasn't even about Kim K, more about Kanye and Kanye acting like a MAGA bitch. That don't so, make it, it don't make it right, though. It doesn't. You know it mean? doesn't. It doesn't. But I'm sure that was the impetus for it. Because who cares about Kim K? What, like, well, then, he, does he have beef with Kim K? No. I'm, like, not, I'm not a, a Kim K fan or a Kardashian fan. They ain't do nothing to y'all. At all. They ain't do nothing However, to y'all. However, I also cringed when I heard him. Yeah. So I was like, God damn, you didn't have to say all that. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and now, it's three kids later, some of whom can understand exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know that it was all the way necessary, even given, you know, how Kanye moves with this whole MAGA movement. Like, I don't know if it's a reason enough to go crazy like that on a song. Because not for nothing, like, Kim's sexual decisions in the past have nothing to do with Kanye at that time. Or Ray J, Marcus Houston, or Reggie Bush. Well, whomever. But, like, the point is, like, you know, throwing throwing her sexual history around in order to diss a man. Mm Mm-hmm. Like is is to me doesn't even make any sense. It's like especially because you picking on a guy that's not gonna like come back at you the same kind of way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like I think there should be limits to where you talk about people, but I also feel like um, as a as a person that's supposed to be like a mature adult, you're not gonna attract anybody that is of a higher vibration, higher frequency if. But, they see you out here publicly talking about your past. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that automatically lowers your your stock of a person yeah. like that. Like he's done, he's done this mad times. You know what I'm saying? Talked about Black China. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like why, bro? Why? Well, with the Dream Doll and Tory Lane thing, I thought that I thought it was interesting that she admitted in the song, like, "Yo, I actually liked you. I dug you." Like, yeah, and that's Yeah, like. Who does that? Like, yeah. what is safe? Like, if like it shows her character even more, right? And it's like, oh, you you know, I fuck for free versus oh, he paid her for a verse and now they talk. Which I don't know if it was actually established that she ever fucked Don Q, right. but whatever. Um, but my thing is like, okay, I actually liked you. I thought we had a connection. Right. We had sex. And now how did I end up on a song? Right. Like, I, like, I just think that's like super whack, and yeah. it just shows how lame Tory Lanez is. Which, for that because yeah. honestly man's not cool no, man's not cool man is not cool that is so not hot like man's not hot yeah that is he's not hot yo cause like that honestly what is safe that is the question it's like I in the in the most genuine way someone could connect with somebody else like I was talking to you I'm digging you and we might take it there now I'm in a record mm-hmm. and you left the Beijing mm-hmm. right? exactly. you left the Beijing tracks like yeah the moral of the story fellas Hold it ladies. down, man. Like, you know what I mean? If... if and ladies, and it's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky. Perfect. Like Perfect. 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 Exactly. Exactly. You know, didn't want to put it exactly. out there. I can't wait <laughs> for the fellas. But, yo, hold it down. We all adults. If people do what they do with you in whatever circumstances, whatever moment y'all enjoy, yo, hold it down, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um... Just hold it down, man. Yeah, and then when you... Because if you're going to tell the story, tell it. Because he forgot. He, he conveniently left out all that Beijing stuff. <laughs> Did he put and Beijing... She, no, he said that she said, you tried to, to suck my toes through my socks. Through my socks. Wait. He's the only one that wanted a threesome with another dude. Wait, so Beijing... Did you like hair dye? It was actually kind of good. Yeah. I heard it, but I realized she was saying that he left mad Beijing between her thighs. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, came man. to the bars. Yes. Um, 
Wow. I will give it a second listen. Right. I heard all the versions of the cats dissing Tory Lanez. The best one was J.R. Ryder. He it? torched him. Oh, really? Torched what him. What did he say? I don't remember what. Like, it was one of them songs where it was so many bars that you can't even remember. Like, <laughs> it was one of those. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like Sheetha, when Sheetha came. It was, so, it was so long and there was so many moments. I was like, okay. Yeah, it was like. <laughs> <sighs> All right, we, safe to get off of that one. Yeah. Um, But we do have to turn serious for a second. It's the year 2019. Mm-hmm. There's only one hope for America. Cyberdyne Labs have taken over and installed Donald Trump as president. <laughs> the year 2020 is poised to be a, a big year of redemption, but there's only one hope for us. Mm-hmm. And maybe is- two, maybe three, maybe four. It's a lot of people running for fucking president. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of motherfuckers. Should right? feel like Haiti. Haiti's last election had 50 candidates. I'm like, yo, not for nothing. This is starting to feel very Caribbean. It's a lot of fucking candidates. So what we're going to do between now and the the election is two by two, run down the candidates as they are at the time of recording and just give y'all our thoughts on two candidates at a time. And... um, We'll do ladies first. Um, Kamala and Kristen. Uh, Kamala Harris and Kristen Gillibrand. Mm-hmm. Um, one is a senator from California, IA, mm-hmm. former prosecutor. Mm-hmm. The other is a senator from New York. Mm-hmm. I think she was formerly in Big Law. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're both running for president. And it was interesting to see Holly not... Like, I didn't see too much fanfare about Gillibrand. Yeah. I think people wrote her off as a disloyal opportunist type that will step on anybody to get to where she wants to get to. Yeah. Hillary, Hillary 2.0. Right. 2.0, yeah. Some people call that just being a politician yeah. and her getting slack because she's a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew that when she got the seat, Governor Patterson, like, nominated her because Clinton ran off to... Um, to run. Wasn't that when she was like I, I, think I, I think that's when she ran mm-hmm. or got appointed to like a... Oh, secretary. When yeah. she went for um, U.S. Secretary. Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kamala Harris, people are bringing up her past that's record as a, as a prosecutor. But even some of the attorney general um, policies she put in, in place, like if you're... And it was like five videos that somebody sent me. It's like, oh, if you were a truant, you and your parent could be arrested. And yeah. She yeah. came up with these different structures to try to send about people to... To um, I thought it looked like she was trying to get people into more jails. Yeah, but she she phrased it as a way to kind of increase school involvement and stuff like that. And more, she tried to hold parents accountable. Try to hold parents accountable, but it's like most single parents um gotta make tough choices, right. keep the lights on. So I gotta right. work that extra shift, and the kid may be right. home by themselves and yeah. whatever, whatever. And some kids don't want to go to school with you know bad yeah. clothes or whatever, whatever. There was a lot more to it than that. Um, it's not like voluntary negligence. Yeah, so I think her, her policies were a bit egregious. Mm-hmm. I think that um, as a people, we can't just like pull the lever because she looks like us. Mm-hmm. I think um, conversely, in her defense, you should scrutinize her, but you should look at the good she did. Mm-hmm. Um, don't like say, okay, she's done these, these things bad, so she's a dub because we give... Other politicians, a lot of leeway. Yeah. And we actually don't really question the record as much. Um, Gillibrand, her her good is that she has been in office for a while and she's done some things that have benefited uh, the state of New York. But um, it's my opinion that it'll be Biden plus a vice president that's going to mm-hmm. run together. But... I don't know if you guys have thoughts on either candidate. I mean, I like I've been following Kamala Harris for a while now, and I think she, I think she's had her eyes on this spot for at least a good two years. Um, and I like, I like what she over the course of the time that I follow her. I like the things that she said. I like the I get emails from her from her husband, who's a white man. Um, <laughs> just just in case you didn't know. Um, and so I, I I see that she is trying to be like more ex, uh, expansive than you know what you would think from a prosecutor 
um, a, a former prosecutor. I definitely think that she is looking toward uh, the rights of prisoners. I saw she recently posted on the um, issue that um, Metropolitan Detention Center in New York is having. The allegedly. Uh, allegedly? What you mean? People banging on the window. I saw flashing lights and all that. Yeah, come on now. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I was surprised or shocked really that she even acknowledged it. And I mean, that could be, you know, uh, a turn in the direction of, you know, her being for the rights of uh, prisoners. Not that I know of her not being in the past, but I'm just saying, like, from a prosecutor, that was very good to see um, her support of, um, you know, that issue. But I need to see some more. Like, I think right now I'm just seeing, like, the shaking hands, kissing babies. I know she did her, right. <laughs> She did her. <laughs> PNL is doing is doing Kamala Harris uh, hand gestures. She does. She does the. That is very uh, a good a good. Um, I guess imitation. But I know she did her rollout at Howard. Um, where On she MLK to, Day, where she went. Did she go there undergrad or to law? I think she went she to went law to, school there. You sure she didn't go to like Harvard or something like that? Nah, I don't know. We, this is quick quick look up we can tell but um in general i mean i don't i'm not i'm not thoroughly against her she doesn't come off as uh, a fake um i think she is personable which you know what's funny is like i'm hearing all these pundits talk about her and why her and elizabeth warren and gillibrand aren't good but i'm like y'all said hillary was a bitch you said no one liked her now you have a candidate that comes around that people actually um feel stop <laughs> They actually feel is that <laughs> <laughs> it. Yo, accurate the accuracy. So is she a dub or are you still on the side? No, she went to undergrad. She went to Hastings College for law. As you see Hastings, UC, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I just think that um, I think we should give her a chance, and I definitely think that black people should be taking her to task because. Um, as most people say, oh, Obama didn't do anything for any black people while he was in office and stuff. And I'm like, OK, well, if he, he gave them that, jobs. Well, I, I think so. I, I saw a lot of black people in that office. But to hear to hear some others tell it he didn't do anything for anyone. So I just think that I definitely think she deserves a, 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 a super look and in and in a, in, in, in our attention when it comes to this race and some support because she's gonna get it harder at the end of the day because she is a black woman and that's without a doubt whether or not black people are here to support her or not she's going to be targeted and um and observed in a and scrutinized rather in um in a much uh, harder way because of her being a black woman so but if people just pulled yourself up by the bootstraps like everyone else does <laughs> <laughs> what about Jillian? Yeah, Like I, I, I personally, I have, I couldn't tell you anything. Was well, she the one that got shot, or am I thinking about no, somebody else? Nah. That's she's in another. State. No, that's Arizona. Mm-hmm. Who's that? What's her name? It's Callaway I, or something with a C. I know who you're talking. You about. know, yeah. she was at a, a rally or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, my shot. apologies, apologies. I don't really know much about about her either, and 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 I'm. It's new. Kamala's new for me. Like I heard her name a bit, but I didn't know much about her until much recently. And she seems pretty sincere to me. I mean, uh, I would say that everyone throwing her her, her policy policies method, around yeah. is not making me very comfortable, you know, because I there are a lot of those in, yeah. in a lot of those people who will use their own identity just to get, you know, first. Hey, yo, Fred, yo. Right, but they're really not about yeah. nothing. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm learning. 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 I'm. I'm, I'm yeah. I mean, she deserves to get a chance yeah. for us to learn about her platform. I definitely feel like we should be giving her some attention, but and not counting her out. Okay. But I'm not so, saying. I'm definitely not saying. Well, she a black woman, so she got my vote. That's not what's happening. So you're gonna do some research and actually I'm figure out who she some is. Research and figure out who she is and whether she deserves it. So, if only one of those two can move forward in this preliminary race, who's for it us, gonna be? Are we gonna move forward, Kamala or or Kamala to the next round? I'm gonna gonna say Chris. Kamala, okay, it's it's unanimous. 
<laughs> no, it's just I'm from New York and I don't know shit about Kristen Gillibrand. I don't like I I'm sorry. I'm I can't go with her because she ain't done nothing for me. That, as far as I know. Damn. Well, it sounds like Kamala Harris is going to be moving forward in the Stereo Bros <laughs> Democratic primary challenge. <laughs> for the record, I am not a registered this is P now, I'm not a registered Democrat. Look at you. Um, yeah, I'm about to switch myself. I can't even front. Yeah, it's not the part. I want to do some research on Howard Schultz. Who? That's a dude that's, that's threatening to cost us the election. <laughs> really? Well, if he runs as a third party candidate, that could happen. But um, another big topic that we must cover is the Super Bowl backlash and all the issues around the Super Bowl. Right now, it seems that um, people like Cardi B have made the choice not to perform mm-hmm. at said Super Bowl. But they're in Atlanta for the Super Bowl festivities. Right. And Which Travis is... Scott and Gladys Knight are performing. And I think they're getting concessions from the NFL either by way of um, they're going to donate to a charity or they're going to um, do something to make their their efforts on the philanthropic side felt to mm-hmm. kind of offset the performing, mm-hmm. but I, I guess I can ask you first, Hat Chef Suit, <laughs> you know, a few questions. Mm-hmm. One, can you perform at the Super Bowl? Um, two, if not, can you go and enjoy the festivities? And three, is Cap even relevant anymore? I mean, Cap is Cap is re- relevant still. I think so. Um, personally, I kind of feel like. All this makes me wonder how far along would we be as a people if like people like Muhammad Ali separated his trade, you know what I mean? Like his trade from, um, you know, his political viewpoints and things like that. You know what I mean? Like we wouldn't have had some of some of the, the accomplishments that we that we do now if people weren't as interested in separating elements of themselves when it's convenient. So, like, yeah, I agree that it was great a great stance for you to not perform at the Super Bowl, but to then go down and celebrate at the Super Bowl is the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you protesting just being paid to do it? Is it just for the optics? Because I'm not convinced if you're also, you know, partaking in the festivities. Mm-hmm. That's still revenue generating for the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure she's probably going to have a Pepsi commercial mm-hmm. during the um, thing since I know she has one coming out. That's crazy. I think it's just kind of trash because it's like, it's like, yo, you know, everybody wants to, it's almost like when you hear like newer Greeks say, oh, I'm not, I'm not Greek. I'm like, I'm not all my Greek stuff. But when really you can't separate mm-hmm. the person from that element. Don't send me your resume then, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so my thing is like, that's what it feels like in this sense. It's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm not going to support the NFL in this way, mm-hmm. but I'm going to support them in this way. Like what? <laughs> Pick one. Pick a side and stay there. I just don't know. Like, when can we boycott? When will we have a successful boycott? If it was not for the boycotts in the 1960s, 1950s, we would not have, we would not be where we are today. And I just feel like people are so comfortable with what they currently have that they're not willing to sacrifice to get more. And, and, And it's like, okay, well, you know, I can get a job here or I have my own house, so yep. you know, you know, equal rights is cool, but I'm good, right? You know, right. And that's what I mean when I say people are like, sap- like they're like separating elements of themselves when it's convenient. You know, I don't want to perform, so as a performer, I'm not going to stand on the stage for the NFL, but I will party at everything related to the same NFL Super Bowl. Makes no you know, sense. it makes no sense. Every black person is down there at the and at the Super Bowl. Yep. And I mean, I get it. Atlanta is very black, but I feel like it was those people in Atlanta, these people that do hold, you know, some type of social clout that kind of welcome them. Yep. And are supporting, you know, this whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, for those for those three questions, you should not be performing or or doing anything. I mean support of the NFL if you really feel like it's a dub. Mm-hmm. So, no, you shouldn't perform. No, you shouldn't be at Super Bowl party shaking on a on, on an NFL owner who gave Trump a million dollars. <laughs> right. 
And no, you should not be a, like, you, you shouldn't be getting any bags down there. Right. And three, no. if you're really rocking with Cap, then one and two would definitely, you know, hold true for you. Like, you, you wouldn't be doing that thing at all because I realized that with the NFL having such a weak players union yeah, and guys have a non-guaranteed contract, it's so easy to say, it's mm-hmm. so easy to say, well, um, I got bills to pay mm-hmm. and I got to worry about me and mine. Yeah. So I can't take a stance. Right. When in the 50s during that boycott, if you were boycotting right. the the bus companies mm-hmm. and your boss found out, mm-hmm. you were you were, you were some shit. Like right. you watch any movie from the 50s right. and like, oh, that thing. Did you hear about that boycott? <laughs> surely you're not. Surely you're not a part of that. No man. No man. You're an idiot. No man. <laughs> that bus ride lasted like a couple of years right you know what I'm saying and um, that was during the time where there was like real tangible results but also real tangible risks mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and, and I feel like now because I we have such fractured communities ain't nobody willing to like take a chance you know what I'm saying if every if every NFL player said I'm not playing until Cap has a job or even if the top 10 players right Said, I'm not playing to Cap get a job. Mm-hmm. Cap would have a job. Yep. And I know in the past I've said I can't tell somebody to boycott. Right. But I do think the power of the people is real. And I know that because when this shutdown ended, it's because in places like LaGuardia, mm-hmm. the air traffic controllers was calling out and they only work six hours a day mm-hmm. for the day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because when they work, they can't get yeah. it for a piss. Mm-hmm. They sit there and watch that screen mm-hmm. and instruct diligently for hours at a time. Like, they only work six hours, right? Mm-hmm. So, if they're calling out and that business is affected because planes aren't coming into LaGuardia, 45 had to realize, like, yo, okay, I had to stop playing around because these people ain't playing. Mm-hmm. TSA workers started not showing up. People was getting guns to airports. Mm-hmm. People on Mars took it upon himself to lose money because people at TSA wasn't getting paid, risking their jobs, and they're like, yo, I, like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm not dealing with this. The power is always going to be in the people if they exercise it. And as long as we feel like, one, um, I got to worry about mine, but two, that celebrity doing something is supposed to be enough. We're always going to be losing. And three, um, we need to actually get back to thinking as a collective. We don't got to agree with people every single move but we should call them out when they do something that we don't agree with right and mm-hmm. Ken Montgomery is always tweeting about this kind of stuff saying that we put too yeah. much faith in I love his Twitter it'd be a little extreme sometimes mm-hmm. but. Nah, but you <laughs> a lot of time man like but you need that we put too much faith in celebrities and we act as if um, oh my gosh Celebrity X opened up an ice cream shop mm-hmm. or Dude X gave some coats out like all is well like kudos to them but if it's not being used as an inspirational tool, don't like don't read into that. And mm-hmm. there's so much like cognitive dissonance with celebs and you know regular people. If you watch Trigger Warning, mm-hmm. great show with Killer Mike. Great. Um, My favorite was the Cripacola. Cripacola one, yeah. I'm still looking for some Cripacola. <laughs> That's where I'm at now. He's, in his interview on the Breakfast Club, that's where said, I was going. Go. He, go, said, go, he go. says he's <laughs> gonna. Um, they're gonna be um, trying to get it distributed very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I like the problem part that I liked about it is that how was he was likening it to like Hell's Angels. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, these gangs are a fraternity of people in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in your neighborhood, you're joining together to do something. Mm-hmm. Whether that is part of a criminal enterprise is, you know, questionable, but you know, they're always not everybody is doing illegal shit. Some people just do it because it's in my neighborhood. These are dudes that I exactly. with all the time. Exactly. And the they're down with them. Like yeah. I don't wanna, you know, not not to take away anything from our college fraternities and sororities, but I would liken it to the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we here throwing up signs, colors. Yes, I know. PL giving me the the two handed pause. Strong pause. But it can be likened in some way to these things, although there is no criminal. There were no slashings, right? In college, I'm just saying. There's no drive-bys. Some people got jumped in, though. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And so, I don't know if I would buy Cripacola because I know the impact that gangs had on my community. Mm-hmm. 
it was a negative one. Um, and a lot of guys that I, I grew up with, you know, are still in the same stoops and gave us a lot of time behind gangs. Mm-hmm. But I did like what the episode showed in, in terms of humanity. Mm-hmm. And it gave me a new respect for Killer Mike. Right. But then I also watched it with the Breakfast Club interview. And I'm like, oh, Killer Mike gets it. Yeah. And been on it. I want to mm-hmm. rock with Envy because he's doing stuff like real estate classes and stuff like that. But he sounds more and more detached when he, when he says things like, like, yes, schooling is very important, but we're only as good as our opportunities. And I would never say that a guy like Envy or anybody else owes it to me and my kid to do anything. No. Right? And that's what he chooses to do with his He, he owes children. me nothing. And my only thing with him is I just wish he would stop trying to act as if he spoke for the people. You don't. You're detached, bro. I'd rather you just do what you do. Get your money, get your cars, do your real estate thing, take care of your family like you do, and not act and not act like you speak for the people. There was a lot of gems, like when Killer Mike was saying, you know, a lot of people just want to be comfortable. He's like, no, everybody wants to be a millionaire. People want to be millionaires. I'm like, no, bro, not everybody wants to be a millionaire. That's all. When Dame told him that time, when Dame was up there and sunned him, that's what Dame was trying to get back at. But I agree, like. I don't think Emmy has a common touch anymore. Mm. Right? And, and there's nothing wrong with that because you reach a certain level of success. I'm not going to say why should you be going back to the hood, but it's less <laughs> likely that you have business in the place that you came from mm-hmm. rather than being in the community that you are currently a part of. And I think it's, it's, hard, I think it's hard in general to maintain it's a sense. It's articulate. Right? It's articulate. Like, articulate. I just think it's in general, no matter what, whether you're a professional or an entertainer, it's hard to maintain a certain level of like, I don't want to say humility. That's not what it is. Common it's touch. Common touch or like, you know, and, and keep in touch with what, you know, people that come from your background are, are dealing with at this time that have not had the chance to move from that station in life, yeah. right? But like... You you should find somebody that does have that touch and get their perspective instead of speaking for, for speaking for those people. That's the thing. He again, I don't want to criticize DJ Envy, but Mike said, you know, you're a DJ. He's like, I'm more than a DJ. I'm an entrepreneur. The next day I'm driving, I could tell he was hurt because <laughs> the next day people was calling in and it's like. Private school, the public pri- school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah part of conversation. I, I can tell it was hurt. But um, I think with, with Envy, it's like, once you get to a certain place, you, you may be able to do things that people that you used to be around can never do. Mm-hmm. And even me, like, I'm not uber successful. I'm I'm super blessed mm-hmm. and lucky and stuff. You're successful, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but... That was, that was real humble of you. Right. Yeah. I actually don't like the word humility because if you look at the definition, it's almost like you're purposely minimizing yourself to make others comfortable. Okay. So we don't need to do that. I'm That's not humble. Not want. Mm-hmm. I'll just say I'm meek and the meek shall inherit the earth. Mm. Okay. Says book. Okay. So um, the whole thing with Envy is that he says things like my son plays football in Newark or um, Oh yeah, I was like, yo, if I it's like it, it's like any hip hop movie in the two thousands, like Honey or um, Dangerous Minds. Yo, what you doing here, teacher lady? <laughs> like SNL had an episode last week, and SNL season is fire. Is it? I haven't watched. Who's on? Who's included on this watch. season? Um, the dude that's in Man Movies, the joint. Damn, I'm so bad at, at names. If you guys can't tell. All right. <laughs> the movie M. Night Shyamalan, Glass. The mm-hmm. Brawler dude. Yeah. Okay, so he was on there. And he, he gets in his car. He's driving, right? He's driving. And he pulls over. And he gets out. And he was like, yo, Mr. Johnson, what you doing in the side yeah, of town, Mr. man? Mr. Johnson. <laughs> Are you here to try to tell me that I could do better and that my exam scores would increase if I got out of the street? He's like, uh, DeAndre, uh... I don't know what to say. He's like, so what are you doing here? Yeah, what's he doing here? And then he's like, I know after you got my exam, you spoke to the guidance counselor. What, you going to try to convince me that college is the path I need to go on? He's like, no. He's <laughs> like, so you're not here to tell me that I can change my life? He's like, no. no. So what did Mr. Johnson say? It's not important. No, what did he say? That I'm an excellent writer and I'm wasting my talent? 
said he actually said it was like one of the worst things he's ever read ever. Wow. He was like, <laughs> and the new man was like, I told you you wasn't shit. <laughs> and then he's like, so what are you doing down here? And he's like, I actually heard that you have like the best meth in town. Oh, and I'm here no. to score some. Whoa. So he gave me some. He's like, all right, so you don't give a fuck about me. He was like, no. no. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but it's like all these movies try to capture the sense of people in in Newark. And shout out to Newark. Shout out to all my people out there in Newark. Shout out to everybody in every big city. But it's a mentality of people in these places need people to, to that have Bring made it them out. Up to come like, save them. Like the star basketball players, something like that. Needs them. Mm-hmm. And it's more like, bro, like, you're better off just, like, trying to serve your community in a more holistic way. Right. Because you DJ in Newark, you know, the cats try to follow you and, and shoot your car up, which is not cool. But at all. you're parking $300,000 cars on the street and you think these people that don't have $30 don't feel a way about that. You're not mm-hmm. from there, bro. Mm-hmm. So you having your kid play in Newark is more for his benefit than yours. Unless you're paying for the entire team to have a different kind of experience, then stop saying shit like, I send my kids to play ball in the hood because it's like saying I got a black friend. Mm-hmm. And it is. It is. I think he was just trying to highlight like him being out of touch with his kid. Like, saying, because I think, um, uh, what's his name? Killer Mike was trying to say, like, you know, you're, you're not getting any culture when you send your children to private school. Mm-hmm. And his thing was, my kid is getting culture. He'd be in Newark playing with the kids, right? But is that the culture? I mean, I think Killer Michael trying to say, like, no, you want your child to be taught about who they are, like their history. Like, you know, yes, it's important to be able to take tests and for you to get into a good school. But is it? Killer Mike comes from a more like we can build our own schools. We can build Absolutely. our own. This. Like that you don't need politics, to run to sure. be like, you know, a, a software engineer at Uber. You can start your own business in your community. That's much needed. And um and be good in that like why why do you need to run to this other community for them to give you money and for them to set you up and establish yourself where you're basically taking money away from your own community by going there watch trigger warning i came to appreciate that because in the interview i agree with what he was saying i don't know about telling kids to lower their aspirations mm-hmm. but i do think telling you know telling people in a culture first Immerse your kids in, in your culture first so that when they go to these places, these schools that have, you know, racist reputations and having your kids in that movie, um, not the Skulls, what's the other one? Uh, Cruel Intentions, <laughs> right? Yes. Uh-huh. Having your kids in the plot of Othello or something like that, mm-hmm. have your kid be able to go to these places with a great sense of identity mm-hmm. and to know themselves mm-hmm. so that when they go there, they understand culturally how they are fit. and they can move better and they can they, move and mm-hmm. they can say you know what I'm a king or a queen I know what I come from mm-hmm. I'm here to secure the bag right. I'm, gonna take, I'm gonna take this information and bring it back right. to, to further mind right. however I choose to further mind but further mind don't mean that you gotta go back to your old block and build it back up right. what it does mean is if you can go back to your old neighborhood and right. create a business right. to me that's giving back, back. Right. or even if you can't even necessarily create a business go back to, like going back to me means okay I'm giving new information out mm-hmm. I'm, I'm taking people with me mm-hmm. I'm, I'm giving jobs out I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, which so, I think DJ Envy does with his real estate thing you know I just think he was getting a little too sensitive right what, what were we originally talking about we were talking about <laughs> Super Bowl or now oh yes but no this one I, I think it ties all back together because these people are detached a little bit mm-hmm. and that's okay right mm-hmm. it's, na- it's natural and like I don't think people should take it as a as, as a, a, slight. A, sl- a slight that you know you just have. I'm sure people would be like oh it's I'm just, not from the hood no more right like you know who say so Jay from the hood <laughs> who say so Jay coming to the hood but part of the problem is that people um stake their reputation on, on having this kind of common touch but in a lot of movies it's like the rich basketball player will go back and try, like, try to play ball in the same park it's like man you can't play here no more you think you're better than us Sometimes people are jealous of them. That does exist. I'm not going to act like that does not exist. Right. But I think if you're genuine, that's not going to phase you. Like, I'm never going to gonna get on these airwaves and say, I'm in the project hallways all day. 
you know, I do what I do and word be word, word. Mm-hmm. I'm out here. I'm out here. Word. I'm never going to do just that because it's, it's just not true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm never going to feel like I got to do anything to keep my Brooklyn card in good standing. Right. Right? Because you always got it. As That's a big factory. So, Cardi and company, you know, next time do better. <laughs> I think it's time that we uh introduce It's Jazzy. You can't juice your own No, joint. I can't. Okay, it's my bad. It's Jazzy. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. We love so, this motherfucking segment. <laughs> the segment for this week is talking about can you be cordial or friendly? With an ex. Mm-hmm. I'll let you guys know what I think. <laughs> I think it has levels to it. Like, you know, but especially depending on how you left off with the ex, mm-hmm. the type of relationship it was, if mm-hmm. it was like a very long term thing versus something like, you know, didn't last that long or it, it wasn't that involved. Um, but I think the general notion is, okay, yes, you should be able to be friendly with the next. You were friends at one point. I will hope that your relationship was built on some level of friendship. Mm-hmm. And so I would hope that would last out through the, the relationship if it didn't end on bad terms. Um, so you should be able to be friendly or, at, or, at night, or even, dare I say, care about that person and how they're doing or how well they're doing or whatever, right? Yeah. But I also think where it gets sticky is like if one of the people or parties still want something with the other party, Mm -hmm. it's like, you can't, I can't be friends with you if I'm like, hey, I don't want to be together and you still want to be together and there's no future for us. Like, I just don't see how that friendship or relationship would be able to continue. Yeah. One person wants more and the other person... In the true sense of a friend. Right. Right. In the true sense of a friend. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. But um, I definitely think that that you should, in general, be able to have that happen. But so one category is when one person wants more than the other, Mm -hmm. no friendship can (laughs) abound. Two, when people have ended or you've done some... uh, effed up stuff to somebody whether it's you or the other party no friendship can no longer happen right so let's say you can't be actual friends how do you act when you see them outside yeah we can't be (laughs) friends because I'm still in love exactly to fall at last. Do, 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 do. I don't know the rest of the words, but. <laughs> you can't be friends with one person. I think. I want some more. You want to go first or you want to go first? Um, I can take a stab at it. I think stab You sure? Because I already had it. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You got his song opening and everything. All right. Um, appreciate that. Appreciate that. <laughs> I think that that last point you made, it depends on how far along it was like was this somebody that you was friends with for mad long and then started talking to them and then ended on, on cordial terms I think you can you know keep the friendship cordial it may never be exactly the same because you had a sparklet mm-hmm, right. but I think if you were friends before and it ended on you know amicable terms mm-hmm. and it was like open conversation about why it ended I think there's nothing wrong with that I think if it was like a situation ship going awry <laughs> and you felt like there was any level of disrespect Mm-hmm. You don't want to say owe them any kind of cordiality. And I think if it was a situation where it was like a boyfriend-girlfriend thing and there was like a kid involved that didn't happen or <coughs> money stolen or felonies caught. A kid that didn't happen, whoa. I'm saying, <laughs> what is if there that? was any type of like <laughs> life event that happened, mm-hmm. like you lived together, something like that, mm-hmm. I think you would... Like I had an abortion? What is the kid that didn't happen? Whoa, you said it. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I think it kind of depends on if those circumstances exist. But um, for me, um, and the words that Dre my wholeness was deleted, so I don't even know. <laughs> I don't have any answers. But hypothetically, of course, um, if I'm if I was friends with a with a young lady and then you know whatever whatever, most likely we're still going to be cordial. If there's any kind of disrespect or anything like that that I felt like transpired that I wasn't cool with. Then you're a dub. 
But I think sometimes it's easier to to say someone's a double or not if you never have to see this person again. Mm-hmm. If you guys mm-hmm. still run in the same circles right. or you're still in the same city and stuff like that, then it's a little bit harder to be as like concrete. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I think if it's situations where you, you got to see that person in public settings or in settings where you guys have mutual friends, it costs you less to be cordial mm-hmm. than it does to be on some not fuck that person. Right. Right? So, cordial could just be, oh, hi. And then say nothing else for the rest of the night. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you, you owe anybody a conversation because nope. you owe yourself comfort. And, and peace of ooh. mind. And peace of I, mind. And, and you never want to be uncomfortable, Thank you right? for, for mentioning. Yeah. It'll come down to, the, to that person being uncomfortable with me. I'm going to choose to make me comfortable. Mm-hmm. So, whatever actions I'm going to take or whatever I do or I'm going to say, I'm going to be able to sleep my seven and a half hours that night. You know what I'm saying? And I think um, I've seen exes recently and they've, they've done things that showed me that, you know, they were still a little bit pressed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But in my mind, I literally have nothing good or bad to say about anybody. Sorry, malfunction, malfunction. <laughs> I don't remember anybody I dated, you know, before my now wife. But hypothetically, if I did, I, I, have, I have nothing bad to say about them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish everybody good. I wish I wish everybody good. <laughs> I wish everybody good. I just wish me better. Right. You know what I'm saying. And you know, other thing too is when you see, when you see your exes, what, like what's the setting? Are you coming off a like a fresh cut, pulling up with a brand new car wash? <laughs> and, I mean, everybody wishes that was the scenario. And she looking like a sausage that <laughs> got cut halfway through the week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, it's looking like a bag of mayonnaise. I'm saying, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> because if Silly. if your ex is looking, you know, like on a down, then why not be called you? Hey, right. how's it going? That's petty now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you can be cool with as both ladies cool grill me ex. intently. I think you can be cool with your ex. I think, um, it, but it does depend, and I think we all agree it depends on how you left. What the circumstances was, and I definitely agree with the point that um, um, you know, it matters. Proximity matters. Like, how often am I seeing this person? Are they running in the same circles? Because if they are, like, it is really hard to to shut the door on mm-hmm. someone who will end up at your auntie house, you know, like, or without you knowing, possibly. So. I mean, yeah, you, we would hope that years later, your years later, months later, whenever that the exes would be at a place where you'd be, you guys can be mature enough to be like, hey, this didn't work out, but I don't have to like violate you on site every time I see you. But I think for the most part, it's possible. So I would, so I would think that the, for the most part. And then you also have people that claim they want to be your friend, but it's not really a friendship. Mm-hmm. It's a, I want to keep you around. Yeah. And I felt like women get put into these positions where men are like, I mean, hey, I don't know, PNL, you can tell me if this happens to your boys. But mm. I feel like we as women are very like welcoming and like, mm-hmm. OK, you know, you want to help somebody mm-hmm. and people take advantage of that. So it's like, yeah, I want to be your friend, but you only hit somebody up when you want something yeah. or, well, some things. Right. <laughs> You know, and, you know, I think women should be aware of that and determining, like, is this a real friendship or does this person just want mm-hmm. sex, <laughs> to be honest? Mm-hmm. Or do they really, you know, care about my mental and physical health yeah. or do they just want something for themselves? So that's always something also to consider, um, mostly for the women out there. Yeah. But... It's something to think about. There's a Maybe brunch scammer. Too. There's brother brunch scammers too. There with female brunch scammers who like you know might keep a dude around because he was a nice guy mm-hmm. who you know can come through in the fell clutch. There is that, but I could not agree more, Jazzy. Mm-hmm. The door guys hate leaving closed doors behind because they like they like revolving doors. You supposed to open the door. Listen, I was I was ready to always open the door. For <laughs> Um, we're talking about keeping doors open. Right, you're supposed to hold the door open for her to walk through it. Right, after she walks through it, you close that joint, though. Now you, you hold it and you, you just... <laughs> you don't pry the door. You know what I'm saying? So, like... You walk through the door with her together. But I've always known that, you know, men don't like to, like... You know, I hate to do this to you because you're the only guy here, but, you know... <laughs> men don't... Flame them! Flame them, girl! Flame them! Chop them like mince meat. Yeah! <laughs> men don't like... They, they don't like leaving 
thing. They don't like the closure part. Like, why no, they want to. They always want to be able to come back. They always want to be able to come back. That's all. They will always do that. Ladies, you listening? You hearing me? You hearing me? And those that don't hear, don't feel. Thank you. I spent fifty thousand dollars of my hard earned money. She did. Oh, she. That felt so bad for her. that that was wild. But no, listen, men get used to this. Mad brunch gamers out there. So some brunch gamers, some bottle rats. And bottle rats, like like (laughs) I say, guard your wallets. Um, new music. (laughs) I got uh, a song that's a little old but new to me. Uh, It's YC. Need to know. Why see this is a rapper? No, it's like a singer type guy. Oh, okay. You a special R and B thug, right? You know. I am no thug. <laughs> <laughs> but here's that. And it's me and you alone. I ain't trying to leave my chick alone. Cause all these girls is trying to trap a brother I am not the type of nigga you be taking on the mama, no It's hit and run like it's an accident Girl, let's not pretend We going for longer, what it all depends um, My song is called Odyssey by Pink Sweat um, I haven't heard about this artist, but I love this song And so now I'm going to like listen to all the rest of their music Because the song speaks to me on a, on a level right now. So, there's that. put onto this record by uh, Patagonian Lattes. Um, the song is called Sex Slave. Oh. Listen. Oh. Listen. Listen. This is it. <laughs> Beat them like mixed meat. <laughs> this song is it. It is it. And uh, take a listen. Hopefully you feel the same. So those are musical selections. As always, we appreciate you cool kids out there listening and rocking with us. We will now be dropping officially on Mondays. Every two Mondays, well, every other Monday, you get a new episode of this here podcast. Mm-hmm. In between there, we're going to be dropping articles. We're still doing our financial literacy series, but drop us a comment, email, DM if you have any topics for It's Jazzy. Mm-hmm. If you have any music that you need us to take listen to, you can still get emails to that at bros at brostereos at gmail.com. Subscribe to the website, hit us on Twitter and IG stereo underscore bros. Do we have any last words this week or it's just uh humans, humans, hashtag guys. humans, hashtag humans, humans and humans too. It's a mental health story for us by us, for us by us. I love it. Yes. Um, if anyone's looking for a volunteer opportunities to mentor, I've been a part of Children of Promise for a while, and they need male mentors. There are a lot of uh, female mentors that come, but um, male mentors, I have a mentee. She's amazing. I love her. Uh, and, you know, like I spend like maybe, you know, about a a, a day a month with her and stuff mm-hmm. but you know just speaking to her on the phone you know talking to her about college or college or in high school she's in junior high um but they have kids from the ages of 8 to 18 that need mentors their parents are parents or um family members are incarcerated and so um the the program is based in best and i think it's like it's really it's run very well and I think it's a great opportunity for um, people to actually 
have an impact on this population that needs the help the most to make Dope. sure that they break a cycle in their home. Dope. So, Dope. that's dope. Mm-hmm. You got internship opportunities, new music, ask Jazzy, <laughs> humans, Human. the Melon Project. There's a lot going on over here. A lot here, going right? on out here, man. Stick with us. We got y'all, man. <laughs>